What's up, guys? Welcome to the Free For All Podcast, your source for all things geek. I'm your host, Evan Swafford. With me, as always, Chuck Nally. Hello. Josh Barnett. Hola. And a giggly Trey Elliott. Hey. To be fair, he is up way past his bedtime. I am. I just realized <laughs> we're not recording, so thumbs up didn't really work. <laughs> we haven't nah. been doing that for, like, almost a year. Yeah, yeah, but I'm on almost a year. Like right in front of a camera. Even when we were recording, it wasn't quite this up close and personal. Part two. Let's talk about what we're watching. It's part been two, a lot. Part two. No, that's not how it goes. Jesus, I don't know how many times we have to do this. Uh, <laughs> All the times. So seemingly in 2020, because 2020, it's been a shit show all along. Uh, we haven't done a regular show in a while where we talk about news and then a schedule of TV shows. We're going to get back to at least the schedule because we have a shit ton of stuff to talk about. Maybe not. We'll be just talking about what we watch for a while. Uh, but there is a ton we haven't talked about. Last week was more of a skimming. Uh, maybe actually going to talk about some things. Uh, I'm going to go through a list of shows uh, that have had premieres. Some are fucking done now. Uh, <laughs> let's just see. Uh, how are we doing this? Did have we ever talked about hunters on the show? I don't. I think we talked about it off air, but never on uh, air. Isn't yeah. that the name of the fucking sci-fi show that I wouldn't watch a second episode of, and you got real mad at me about? It is you son of a bitch, but it's not the same show. <laughs> Chuck, what were you saying? No, we have we have not talked about the Amazon show Hunters with yeah. Al Pacino. Yes, did the it Nazi it, hunter? I know Chuck's seen it. Did anyone else watch this show? I've heard good things. I haven't watched it. I heard the ending sucks. Chuck, you hate it, don't you? The first episode is boring as shit. It opens, like, real strong. Uh, yeah. By the pool? I, yeah, there's a just a Nazi murder fest at the, in the first scene, and it's real good. It does slow down a little bit. I didn't find it boring. I found it interesting, but Al Pacino's Jewish accent is real bad. Every all the accents are bad. Do yeah, not you, go into this thinking that any accent is going to be good, or really any acting award. But for some reason, I found it really intriguing. So you're you're going to drop this, right? Yeah, it's dropped right next to Witcher in the bottom feeder. Man, I need to watch that. Do your Witcher. Um. So this is like, on. I want to finish it, but it's one of those that I've got so many, I don't know if I'll realistically ever actually finish it. Um, for those, it's a, what is it, in the 70s, 80s, I believe, isn't it? Keep it's, going, I don't it's know. It's really highly rated. Like, people really like this show. It's, I think uh, it's because of quarantine. Uh, it, it's um, not Tiger King. It's about... Uh, that shit sucks. <laughs> it's a more modern-day uh, setting, but it's about a, a group of uh, Jewish people who were affected by the Holocaust um, uh, in some way that are hunting down uh, Nazis that escaped uh, at the end of the war and are living uh, in America. And, uh, they just murder them. Um, so... You know, that's fun. Uh, oh, good. <laughs> That'll go well. Um, anyways, yeah, I, this is one I might finish. Uh, I I would say this is one that 
it's hard to recommend because I think it, it's so over the top. I think it, it, it's got to be your cup of tea. I think you almost have to watch an episode and then just see what you think. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, like Josh, I've heard good stuff. I just haven't had a chance to watch it. So, um, But yeah, it's Amazon, so it probably isn't terrible. They do have slow starts to shows, though. Well, a lot of their shows just aren't slow. Speaking of Amazon, uh, there's a there's another new show that Josh found, and I purposely <laughs> didn't buy it, just so he could watch it and tell me about it. And I really want him to Transformers last night this for me. Oh. Josh, would you like to talk about the new show you found? I certainly would. Uh, let me regale y'all with the story of a show by the name of Gary Busey, Pet Judge. <laughs> Googling now. If you would, can you imagine the popular The People's Court? However, instead of Judge Wapner, Judge Gary Busey. And instead of regular people, cases are held specifically regarding people's pets and pet-like problems. Uh, He's got a sassy black um, bailiff who fist pumps in the middle of cases. <laughs> it is 100% Gary Busey as fuck. He's got an awkward, almost, uh, what is uh, Paul Walter Hauser-like interviewer after this, the uh, segment, but he's like if Paul Walter Hauser was playing Zach Galifianakis interviewing people. Um, the first case in Gary Busey Pet Judge is a husband and wife <laughs> who are arguing over how... To bury their dead cat, the husband wants to give the cat a Viking funeral, (laughs) complete with a one-tenth scale model boat he's built that he brought to court, and the wife would like to to bury the cat in the family mausoleum that her and her father built. The cat, by the way, who's named (laughs) Mousy Tongue, M-O-U-S-E-Y Tongue, and he stops them dead mid-conversation and says, are y'all a bunch of communists? It's brilliant. It's the greatest <laughs> show on TV. He, after each case, and he doles out whatever's going to happen, which, by the way, he decided for this particular case, they're going to half-Viking funeral the cat, just light it on fire long enough so that it doesn't completely turn to ash, and then bury the burned remains at the mausoleum so that everybody wins. <laughs> An actual real-life quote is, you're lighting a cat on fire on water. That's going to create a bunch of steam. You're going to have a steamy cat. (laughs) Then he bangs the gavel and says, pet justice. Yeah. This sounds shit. like uh, Trey. This sounds like the uh, the BoJack skit, uh, Felicity Huffman's Booty Academy. <laughs> it does. The second the second case is a insurance adjuster with a woman who an older woman who has been hired as I guess his assistant or secretary who believes that her pet Pomeranian is now the home to her dead husband's soul and would like to put the Pomeranian on her life insurance plan and he refused <laughs> it's insurance fraud um, there is nothing more terrifying in life than watching Gary Busey hold a Pomeranian and lose all happy tone and stare at a woman and say I sense no trace of a person's soul. 
<laughs> wow. She fined both of them $50 for ruining his good day. And then kicked them out of court. It's the greatest show on television, I swear to God. But I only want to watch is this on Funny or Die? It's in Amazon. It's an Amazon Prime original. Oh, that's getting watched tomorrow. It's amazing. Oh my god. This is why I was okay with Josh stringing you along and not telling you the name of the show because I wanted to see your guys' reaction to this show. No, that's a good call. Uh, you, you win that battle. Uh, the insurance adjuster, by the way, also sells kombucha tea, and he's <laughs> he's never heard of kombucha. He calls it kombucha, and he thinks it's drugs of some kind. And at some point, he gets into an argument with one of them about Buddy Holly versus Buddy Hackett and the movie he was in about them. And he goes, Buddy Hackett's still with us. Buddy Holly got on the plane. Buddy Hackett is across the street running valet parking at a restaurant, and he names the fucking the restaurant. He's like, the car is comfortable for you to get in. Seats are nice and warm. It's amazing. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's all I got about Gary Busey, Pet Judge. Everyone watch it. It's the best 23 minutes of your life. That's a shame. We could spend the whole segment talking about that. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll do episodes for every show if you want. I will talk about it forever. Well, you'll have you'll have some friends in that discussion, sir, because that's getting watched. <laughs> it's so good, Gary Beast. Holy shit! <laughs> anyway, you're... hey, let's talk about since we've been in quarantine. A little thing uh, called FX on Hulu started. Um, yep. It's actually really good. It's confusing as all get out, but this is since Disney is now a majority uh, shareholder of Hulu, um, and they own Fox. Um, FX is now Disney property. So they've bumped it up in stature a little bit. All FX shows on TV um, go uh, now still go um, to Hulu, but there are FX originals that will never air on the FX channel that are FX on Hulu originals. I didn't know that was to only Hulu, the show we were going to talk about. Uh, Dave, uh, which we're about to talk about, is uh, FX on Hulu only. Um, uh, breeders, devs, and uh, now uh, Miss America. But none of those are actually airing on FX originally. I think they are doing some form of aftermarket, like they'll release them uh, on air weekly. But uh, at least uh, when they're new, they're only on FX on Hulu. Um, so I've watched a few of those. Uh, actually, all uh, all but one. Uh, you guys have watched Dave as well. Let's talk about Dave. Uh, just the premiere, please. I know, uh, Dre, you watched the whole fucking thing already. Yeah, I this got is, into it. Uh, this show is Little Dickies Atlanta. It's it's an easy comparison to make just because it's similar in style and it's on FX. But to me, that's exactly what this is. Like it is just another. Maybe not quite as high quality, but Atlanta quality level comedy for me. Um, I love Lil Dicky. I love him as a, as a rapper, as an artist in general. I think he's fucking fantastic. Um, the first episode is the only one I've watched as well. I had a blast when watching it. It's really funny. I didn't know who Lil Dicky was, like, at all. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I didn't know who Lil Dicky was. Um, I don't know if they hindered me at all, but I still found this funny. Um uh, I, I'm 
still pretty excited uh, to go back and watch it. it got, it's gotten uh, really good reviews. Um, but I'm yeah, I, I, it it doesn't feel right to say low rent Atlanta because it is good. Just Atlanta is just really fucking good. But it has um, that feel to it as well. Like it's just kind of like one of those like really grounded comedies. Um, oh yeah, a lot of real right. life in it and everything. Um, it's a good call comparison, I would say. Another right. good comparison um, that maybe help chuck a little bit is crashing um okay it's very much like clearly like dave is playing dave i mean uh, you know he's I'm, I'm sure his name is dave bird yeah yeah and like he's playing himself i'm sure some you know whatever stylized version of himself but um like playing himself like uh probably my only complaint about the show is he doesn't rap enough but other than that um <laughs> But yeah, that that first episode he goes fucking nuts. Um, but yeah, no, it's very similar in that way to just like kind of his career path and him getting started and trying to figure shit out and all that. It's yeah. really fucking funny. I mean, I'm surprised you haven't heard of him before. He did a pretty big song last year called Earth that had like literally everybody in it, um, like Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Halsey, uh, Lil Wayne. Kevin Hart. I'm not not what you would call hip. Hip. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's 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 done a whole lot. Um, Like he's incredibly talented, but this is just him as a struggling, uh, essentially comedy rapper, which is what he is in real life, uh, trying to make his way through the world. And like his, the first episode is all about him spending ten thousand dollars of his, um, I guess what saved like stocks and bonds essentially from his like birthdays from growing up and shit it's like and, his college savings basically yeah, and basically tapping into that fund and spending ten thousand dollars to try and get featured to pay to be featured on a song from like a famous rapper and him being strung along the entire time and dealing with the stress of that um it's just really really funny i've, I've heard some stuff about what it goes into a little bit further on but i kind of want to avoid as much of it as i can um it's really like in that gritty down-to-earth, like, street-level comedy. It doesn't have a whole lot of situations that, while they may be crazy, don't, they don't seem out of the ordinary, or they don't seem, like, out of reach in, in much the way that Atlanta did with a lot of its stuff as well. I mean, there hasn't been any invisible cars yet. Um, That's fair. Yet. And there yeah, hasn't watched been... watched the first episode. Yeah. yeah, what was the guy's name in season two of Atlanta? The, oh, uh, God. His name. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, I Teddy remember. Perkins. Yes, Teddy Perkins. Oh, there hasn't been gosh. any of those couple characters yet, but um, yeah, everybody should give this a shot. It's really, really good. Um, has anyone else watched uh, Breeders? Nope. Um, it's the uh, Martin Freeman show uh, original. It's about uh, just two. Uh, like upper 30, lower 40 age people just having kids. And it's supposedly like a more real, it's kind of a dark comedy, realistic take on it. Um, it's, it's okay. Uh, I think maybe I need to watch more than one episode. The first one didn't really grab me. And, but a lot of people were raving about it and I just, I didn't get it, but I do like Martin Freeman. So I may give it a try. Um, uh, past what I did. Uh, has anyone seen devs? I want oh, yeah. to really, really badly. 
Devs is probably their highest rated uh, show uh, going in. Um, I do highly recommend this. This is one I want to finish soon. I watched the first two episodes. Now, it is weird as fuck. Um, it, um, you don't really know what the fuck's happening. Uh, it's in like a near future type setting. Um, uh, shit, I forget. Nick Offerman, also known as Ron Swanson, is like this... Uh, eccentric like tech recluse guy that owns the biggest tech company in the world um they've got like a do-it-all like social media also like personal assistant like just platform that does everything for you but he's there's like a bunch of divisions and you're following a couple people different people that work there and um one of them gets promoted to uh the devs division which is like the holy grail of working for this huge like the biggest company in the world it's super secretive you still don't know exactly what it is at least two episodes in um the guy shows up there and i'll slight spoilers for what happens and like it's all very weird mysterious he refuses to tell him what actually it is and he just tells him to watch the code for a while and he'll understand and the guy like just kind of sits there starts and then just eventually starts like weeping and like asking if this is for real and all sort of stuff. You don't know what the fuck's happening. Um, and then he but, disappears. People die. Uh, it's, it gets crazy. Um, it's very well shot. Uh, it's very well acted, but it's you know who directed it, right? I'm sorry. You know who directed and produced it, right? Uh, I did it one time. If you say it, I'll remember. It's Alex Garland. Yeah, it's Alex Garland. Thank you. Uh, it's which is Ex Machina and you know Annihilation. Uh, Annihilation. That um, fucking oh. movie. I love me. Ka- Kanuga special Annihilation. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's very weird. It's a little slow, but it's very intriguing and it's very well shot, very well acted. It's one I'm very excited to finish. I would. I, this is one I would re- recommend you guys watch. I've been wanting to check it out. Has that been a chance yet? Uh, Miss America is the other one. I haven't watched it yet. I don't think any of you guys are. We'll maybe talk about that next time. It's also getting good reviews. So FX on Hulu is off to a good start. Uh, normally, we kind of do premieres and finish shows, but right now, fuck it. The world's a mess, so we're just going to mix things in. Uh, uh, Chuck, you, uh, have, you said you finished BoJack? Yeah, uh, BoJack Horseman just uh, wrapped like forever so uh i I won't give any spoilers okay i was gonna say i can hop off or meet you or whatever if i need to no no um season six was uh released in two different segments um so there was a probably like a two or three month gap in between the first half and the last half and i thought it wrapped up with that first half and i was like god there's no resolution to anything um but it wound up uh, like panning out and even going like well into the future where he's got like gray, like a gray mane uh, that he cuts like real close and stuff like that. But this show, as ridiculous as it looks, and you know, people think about a talking horse in a land of like animals and stuff like that mixed with humans is like kind of kooky and weird, but it's got this innate ability to make you have a lot of introspection and um uh you know like 
I don't know. It, it all the feels, man. It, it's so weird. It, it last season it had a couple of episodes where, um, like it made me tear up a lot, especially when he's at like his uh his mom's funeral and the the lead up to that, his uh, addiction to opioids and and all that um kind of hit home on some levels. Uh, and there's a lot of moments like that here. It wraps up really well. I know it's not what Aaron Paul, who's in the show, um, but he's also the executive producer. Uh, he was not ready for that show to end. And he was very vocal about that. But uh, uh, it does wrap everything up pretty nice and still kind of gives wiggle room if they ever wanted to do like a movie or something like that. But I, I think the way that it wound up was was pretty good. I, I wound up loving that show a lot more than I thought I was going to after season one because I didn't care for season one that much. But that was me. The, I I always think I should go back and watch it because I I didn't like season one. But I mean, we have same similar tastes as I you know as I do as you and both you and Trey and uh, and everyone. It's got high <laughs> ratings and everyone loves it. I just I judged it on season one. I just didn't like it. Yeah, I think I got hooked on the uh, the episode in season two when he was underwater and couldn't speak the entire time, uh, which was both you know charming and funny, but also kind of uh, poignant in its own way. Uh, especially when he like turns on the thing that he could have taught the entire time. He's like, "Oh god damn it!" <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Will Arnett is perfect in that show. Allison Brie voices uh, Diane, who is continues to be the fucking worst. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Peanut Butter is awesome, as always. True story. Uh, and then, of course, Todd is magical. You don't get uh, you don't get the sex robot uh, that you got last season. God, what was his name? Oh, get, uh, Henry Fondle. You don't get Henry Fondle uh, in this season, but uh, <laughs> there's still plenty of fun to be had. Um. You also uh, finished a show called Bruise Brothers. Now, I watched two, three episodes of this. Should I finish? I liked it, but I was honestly just like, is anyone else going to watch this? And you watched it out of nowhere. I was like, oh, maybe I should watch it. Yeah, I was looking for something uh, to kind of fill the time uh, while I'm uh, working. Um, I do a there's lot a of uh, data entry sometimes. For people that are wondering, this is from, it's from the creators of The League. It's not the league funny yet. Um, season one, the, it, it compares pretty reasonably to season one of the league. Uh, the league, I don't think, really hit its stride until like the end of season two, and then three was per, almost perfect. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if this is going to get another season or not. It doesn't seem like it's very expensive to make, but it's it's funny. Uh, the league character is good. The uh, the lead female is is really funny. She yeah, sets like up it. a lot of the jokes. And I think we talked about this last week because there's a monk that winds up staying with him. Yeah, and right. uh, he just goes like fucking crazy at like all these sex parties and uh, snorting uh, coke off of guys' butt cracks and stuff like that. It's, it's, it, gets, it gets pretty body, but um, it's, it's funny. I liked it. Sweet. Um... Has anyone watched the HBO new HBO show called Run? No. Uh-oh. I figured Trey might have. Uh, they talk about it on the watch bit. Um, 
It is brand new show. Um, it is starring. Um, oh shit, uh, Donnell uh, Gleason, and I forget the name of the girl, but she's someone you see her, and you're like, oh, her. Um, <laughs> Donnell Gleason, that piece of shit, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Wow. <laughs> uh, uh, I watched the first episode of this. People are raving about this show, and I just, I was very. Middle of the road. Oh, on it. I remember seeing previews for this. They're on a train, right? Yeah. So, uh, it opens up with her like going through like kind of her mundane life just for a few minutes, and she gets a text that says "run," and like she's like kind of freaks out and she starts like panicking. She's very indecisive, and then she just like calls her husband. And she's like, "I got. I'll be. I can't get the kids. You get the kids." And then like she's fucking gone, and she gets on a plane. And goes to New York, and there's Donnell Gleason, and they meet up, they get on a train, and it turns out they used to date, they were, like, super in love back in the day, and evidently they made this pact that if, like, they needed to escape life, it wasn't going well, one day one of them would text run, and the other one would, if they still felt that way, would show up. But there's like they have this weird cat and mouse game of neither one wants to tell the other one exactly what's going on in their life, but they can clearly still have feelings for it. It's kind of it's really awkward. It's got really good writing, but I just don't know if I just want to watch this. If that makes sense, like I just don't really know what the hook is. Like I don't know. I saw this one review just calling it the thirstiest show on TV, and I was like, okay, (laughs) well, okay then. Uh, that led to me Googling and finding out what the term thirsty meant in the way that I. <laughs> uh, now I know. Uh, I don't know. I, that's one. It's got high enough ratings. I think people should check it out on their own and you may love it. Uh, I don't think it's one I'm going to finish, though. I just don't I don't get the appeal. Uh, did anyone else? I briefly mentioned this last week. Did anyone else watch the Big Show show? No. I've watched like half an episode. Oh, that's not. Lane watched a little bit of it. So you've seen enough. Yeah, and I just I kind of I was kind of walking in and out of the room when it was on. That show sucks. It's it's like a, your classic Disney Channel esque show. You're right. It sucks. It doesn't suck. At You're all. right. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like Hannah Montana wasn't fucking art. <laughs> you shut it's that quality. Mouth. Holy shit, that was amazing. <laughs> I know you had another point to make, but it just sounded like you completely disregarded what Trey said and made him agree with you. You're right, it sucks. But it doesn't suck as bad as it could suck, I guess oh, is the thing. You were real down a- on it after that first episode. It no, it sucks. But it could be the worst show I've seen this year. That show just clearly belongs to Penny Dreadful City of Angels. I can't believe that's a show. I can't believe it's someone the, watched it. It's the fucking worst. It is awful. Don't watch it. Or, or do so it can be cemented as the worst show of the year. But wait a minute. Uh, L.A.'s Fine has got a second season. That can't be good. It's, in, it's the most incredible thing that's ever happened. And it's getting picked up by a network. You, this is full-on, like, COVID at its worst. It's because they don't have new content yet because it hasn't been filmed. So they bought the fucking Spectrum original LA's Finest, and it is <laughs> awful. 
And they're gonna I heard it got picked up for a third season already. I probably. <laughs> is Mr. Mercedes still going on somewhere? Yeah, actually. That show actually does really well. Just It's on a uh, platform that no one has. It's weird. Uh, it's weird. It is weird. Hey, Chuck, you want to talk about 100 Humans? Oh, sure. Uh, 100 Humans is awesome. Um, it is pretty cool. I watched a little bit of this uh, first episode. Imagine uh, Mythbusters, but just with social experiments. So they get like a hundred humans, and they're all just, and they always call them humans. Good morning, humans. Um, but they uh, they they range in all types: um, uh, young, old, uh, different races. Uh, of course, they have fifty-fifty on the sex, uh, male and female. Um, but they do episode is teased sperm samples will be collected. Yeah, they do. (laughs) It's linked. Um, it's linked to whether or not, uh, guys who, uh, are good dancers are, uh, notoriously good at making babies. Yeah. Yeah. This says what makes us attractive An interactive element emerges to see what makes humans sexually, uh, sexual psyches hum. Sperm samples will be collected. All right. What's this on? Uh, this is on Netflix. Um, so my favorite episode by far was uh, when they were doing them based on age ranges. So they did like a bunch of experiments on like memory, uh, communication, um, that kind of stuff. And um, they had them sampled into 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60 plus. And the 20-year-olds wound up winning, but the 60-pluses came in second, and it was really close. Like, it came down to the final experiment, and it was, like, really interesting. Oh, there's also another one about uh, biases, where um, it actually got me uh, kind of tearing up a little bit, because um, uh, they did this one where they were at a shooting range, and they were trying, they told them, and they lie to them all the time. They told them that they were doing experiments on reaction time on shooting targets. But what they were really trying to do is uh, see how many people would instinctively instinctively shoot black people. Um, And it was, yeah, it was like powerful. This one girl wound up shooting uh, a black guy at the end who wound up being like the talent manager that everybody knew. Um, And he's just holding a cell phone. And uh, she, like, breaks down and starts, like, openly crying because of how upset she was. And it, it was it was just really eye-opening on that. It was it was cool. It's a great show. I, I highly recommend it to anybody. There's also a smoking hot scientist on there. She's You're not fine. Wrong. You're not wrong. I watched a little <laughs> bit, and she was noted. And uh, <laughs> I did enjoy uh, the little bit I saw. Um... Has anyone watched the new Netflix original, uh, Hollywood? Uh, it's the first uh, show from Ron Murphy off of his massive contract that he got. Uh, this looks like um, that last tycoon, but not good. <laughs> um, to, to use a new term that I've learned, it's like a thirsty last tycoon. <laughs> God damn it, Evan. <laughs> Wear it out, Evan. You own it, bitch. Um. So it's not as good as I hoped, but it's a, it's a worthwhile watch. I think it's kind of over the top. 
Um, but it's like, it's almost like an alt history, uh, young Hollywood thing. Um, uh, back in the, I think it's the thirties that they're in. I don't know. I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched the pod. I plan on going back and watching. Um, but it's about them kind of getting together and uh, a studio breaking free of the mold and starting to promote black actors and gay actors on this other stuff, uh, that really didn't happen that soon. Um, uh, and it's also just classic, like young actors thinking that they've automatically got it, but then trying to figure out they're not shit. They're a small fish in a big pond trying to make it through. Some of them have to have sex for money and to try and get into it. It's, uh, it's interesting. Uh, it's a, good show it's not a great show and the trailer they had an amazing trailer that like sold me hard on it um the pilot at least didn't live up to that it's had good not great reviews um uh, it's one i'll finish though i recommend at least trying it uh anything that just at least looks like last tycoon uh i'm in on because that show getting canceled was a fucking travesty true story. yeah it's pretty great man people do not like it like yeah. Every podcast I hear that brings it up, like I, it gets brought up weirdly in a lot of places. They fucking hate that show. It's a it's a weird aesthetic. Like it's just. I'm talking about I, um, Last Tycoon. Oh, I know. I, I know. What you're, I was going back to Hollywood, oh, but yeah, I, I don't know. People, a lot of people didn't like Last Tycoon, and I don't get it because it was fucking amazing. God, I love that show. Yeah, I really liked it. The only show that was more unjustly canceled was Helix. <laughs> Helix yes. forever. I will die on that hill. Um, has anyone watched Normal People on Hulu? Uh-uh. Nope. Another, like, critic darling. Uh, again, I mentioned this. Me and Trey listened to The Watch. They fucking love this show. Um, so I went into it. It was the trailer didn't sell me on it. Uh, if I didn't listen to that podcast, I probably wouldn't have tried it. It is an extremely well-made show that is not for everybody. It is a very realistic look at a young couple and just going through their relationship. Um, so it can be slow and kind of boring, but it, the acting is very good and it is like, weirdly realistic like there's sex scenes and it's not like edited sex scenes like there's the it's like real sex there's like awkward parts to it and uh like running out of breath and stuff like that like it's not like just cutting shot to shot to really good looking people how, uh, how's and, the penetration uh uh it's not porn Ew, gross. Uh, how, yeah how, how tight was that Trey? <laughs> <laughs> that's a little loose <laughs> i don't i don't like what's happening um but it also at the same time is very slow like josh you would hate this show i know trey would, trey would like it chuck would jury out but i lean towards probably not liking it yeah i've heard good stuff i just again haven't gotten to it yet i've also heard a lot uh, another uh, one of the npr podcasts i listened to um was uh talking about it the other day and they really liked it too they mentioned a lot about like the sex is displayed in a very unique way that you don't typically see it kind of caught me off guard i haven't finished it yet i probably will um but uh yeah the first time they had sex and i, I was like uh this is weird but oh well <laughs> um has anyone watched uh the amazon original upload with one robbie amell 
God, it looks bad. Nope. That's all you needed to say. Um, it's actually, I hear from one Mr. Andrew Boone that it ends poorly. Um, the first two episodes are really funny. Um, like, I, you mean show was, the Tomorrow like, Children's the, Robbie ML? The Tomorrow People, sir. Oh, damn it, you're right. You dummy. You waited for your moment and you shed all over it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it's, uh, it's a solid watch. It's a show about uh, a world in which uh, people's consciousness can be downloaded, and instead of like fully dying, they're they just when they're about to die, they get uploaded into uh, a virtual world. But it also like there's different virtual worlds and neighborhoods you can be uploaded into depending on how much money you had and like what you could afford to be put into. Um, and oh. he is dating like this really rich person. So he gets put into this new one, although he wanted to break up with her. And then he's like, going to have to spend eternity with her, uh, whenever she comes in. It's, it's interesting. It's really funny. I mean, it's Robbie Amell. So it's not like award winning acting, but it's, uh, he's fine in it. He's charming. Uh, I think it's a solid show, um, that evidently ends poorly, but that's from Boone and you can't trust that guy. hundred percent. You can't, (laughs) um, Chuck, what time are we at? 38 minutes. Let's just keep fucking going then. Uh, let's talk about some shows we fi- we finished. Hey, uh, Trey, uh, you're still carrying that that uh, Blind Spot torch. Why don't you talk about Blind Spot? <laughs> <laughs> blind Spot continues to not disappoint. Um, <laughs> this is the- I watched season one, you fucking liar. Um- <laughs> So we're starting season five. Uh, this is the fifth and final season. Say what? It's incredible that show's still going. Yeah, man. Um, at the end of season four, um, I even tried to look up her name earlier. And I ended up getting distracted. But um, the like kind of big bad now is this lady who was a politician, and now she's basically like taking over the FBI, but also heads up secretly she's fucking evil. And so, um, anyways, at the end of season four, she blew up this shack they were in and thought we, you know, it looked like they were all dead. That was how season four ended. Spoilers. How many tattoos can this bitch have? Oh man, they're still, they're solving tattoos on the run now because now this chick <laughs> has infiltrated the FBI and the I... whole FBI works for her and they're on the fucking like lamb. It's awesome. Bill Nye helps them escape from... <laughs> from a fucking CIA dark site. Here's I, okay. I right, forgot I, that this was the show about the girl with all the fucking tattoos. You just slammed this first season. Because it <laughs> sucked, Chuck! It was worse fucking blacklist! You're not wrong. Random interjection. Um, I actually saw part of this episode and completely forgot about it. Because uh, Jayla is the other person that still watches the show. You're the yeah. two. Uh, to her fault. She was. I walked out of the shower and I go, "Is that Bill Nye?" And she was like, "Yeah, he's on the show." And I was like, "Oh no!" And <laughs> he's evidently Ashley Johnson's dad in this show. Yeah, I, I talked about this. I think in season three. I remember that now? Yeah, but it, it, it's obviously been a while. Yeah, he plays Bill Nye. Like everyone knows him as the science guy, but uh, he also just happens to have. Uh, a daughter who works uh, as like the super techie chick in the FBI. Also, the say what? 
Who's now on the lamb. Indeed. Uh, also, it's really great bit that the like super macho buff uh, dude who like leads the squad is also like a super Bill Nye the Science Guy fan from like childhood. So he geeks out every time Bill Nye's in the room. Kurt Weller. Yeah, Kurt Weller. I'm they still call her Jane Doe. Her name's just Jane. Oh no. Oh my God. Uh, it's like, it's like they take all of Trey's Alexa recordings and make it into episodes. Yeah, there's a self-opening trash can and everything. <laughs> they wish. What Of what ethnicity is the big bad now? Uh, oh, she is Caucasian. Here, give me a second and I'll find it. If you guys want to go into something else, I'll find I this. It sounded horrible. I was trying to figure out who it was by looking at pictures. It sounded like you were like, all right, who do we agree? What race is the big bad now? (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, go to the season and look at the actors. That's literally I didn't say earlier I didn't know how to do it. I just got sidetracked on my phone. Oh, sorry. On my phone. All right, we're going to move on while he's looking that up. Uh, good on you for carrying that torch, man. Uh, is what? the name of the character. Uh, Mary Elizabeth, Elizabeth Mas- Antonio? Holy shit. Mass Antonio? Yeah, sure. Oh, she's been in a lot. She's taking over oh, the yeah. FBI, motherfuckers. I wasn't aware she was still alive. Good on her. <laughs> I mean, hot damn. What she a was way in to say this. Um, let's see. What else should we talk about? Oh, I forgot Chuck's random message. Chuck finished Preacher out of nowhere. I did. (laughs) Uh, if that show finally wrapped up, uh, season two was a shit show and lost a lot of fans. Season three was awesome. Um, and season four started off real good and I forgot about it. Uh... And then I was like, oh, I better finish that because I only had like three episodes left. The last three episodes fucking sucked. Uh, oh. That show did oh. not wrap up well. Um, it jumped ahead. So th- I'm sure you guys don't care about spoilers. That jumps ahead like 30 years after uh, the preacher and um, uh, Tulip have a baby. And then the 30 year old baby winds up just being. Tulip, the same actress who played Tulip, uh, and they're at Cassidy. Yes, uh, and then Cassidy comes back and has a discussion with her, and and that's the end of the show. It's really, really. Oh, Jesse does beat the shit out of God, and then uh, Santa Killers kills him. But uh, uh, that that's that wasn't <laughs> what. Sorry, no, I'm catching stuff out of the corner of my eye. I apologize. Um, but yeah, like, uh, man, I was super disappointed cause it started off real well. I mean, I, at one point, uh, hair star, uh, gets a, uh, dick sewn on as an ear because his ear got shot off. Uh, <laughs> of course he did. I love the first season of that show. The first season is good. The second season is hot garbage. I, I failed hard to watch the third or the second uh, season. The third season is probably the best season. They yeah. they did everything with Angelville absolutely perfect. Nice. Uh, that sucks. It finished like that though. After kind of 
redeeming itself. Um, has anyone watched uh, any of season three of Future Man? Speaking of bad second seasons, I did no, not thanks. watch anything nope. past the first episode of season two. Uh, I'm gonna watch it. I mean, it's fifty fifty. That first season's amazing. The second season sucked. Yeah. yeah. Noted. Um, noted. So Dory. James Cameron disagrees. I'm at least gonna try the third season because that's it. It's it's done now. So uh, I'll see. Uh, Josh, yes, sir. Tell me about the nine nine. That show continues to be fantastic for anybody who uh, watches it. Um, this season, for some reason, I don't remember it being short like this season was, like 13 episodes, but maybe it was in the past. Um, they just continue to hit their stride. All the characters are fantastic in this. Uh, they wrote in uh, the pregnancy of Melissa Fumero, who plays Amy on the show really well. Jake and Amy, who have been married for about two years now, are having a kid, so pretty much the whole season is revolving around that in general. Um they just continue to make that show enjoyable. It like goes higher and higher in my top five sitcoms of all time, like with each new season. Uh, Captain Holt is still the best. They had a really good Cheddar episode this year where somebody kidnapped his Corgi Cheddar. And the entire episode, he kept getting really upset that they stole his fluffy boy. And it's fantastic delivery every single time. Um, not a whole lot to talk about other than that. <laughs> I mean, that's, the thing is, is I can't really talk about that show much because, like, nobody else watches it. Com- comedies are kind of hard to talk about anyway. They're real difficult because there's no, like, overarching story aside from, like, what's going on with the characters. Uh, Bradley Whitford came back as, as Jake's dad again this time. Um, and I'm trying to remember who played his grandfather because the whole running joke with that show is that they're a family of terrible fathers, basically. Bradley Whitford was a pilot who was, like, always cheating on his mom and is, like, a womanizer. Um, I am legitimately struggling to remember. I'll look it up real quick. Hang on. While you're doing that, I will say that my son finished that entire show in like four days. That's awesome. I, every time I watch a little bit of it, I I really like it. Like I think it's it is real, a funny show. As uh, much as I hate to admit it, it's funny. It's just a lot to catch up on, unless like Jayla decides to watch it, and I just can kind of watch it at, at night and maybe miss an episode here or there. I I don't know if I will. It's Martin Mull plays his grandfather. Hell yeah, Martin Mull. I love that old bitch. He was Uh, uh, Colonel Mustard in Clue the Movie. He was. Uh, So that's actually who I thought it was, too, but I was like, that can't possibly be. Um, But yeah, the the episode with him was about trying to reconcile his father and his grandfather together to be there for the gender reveal of their baby, and they end up fucking up and destroying the cake with the hidden uh, cake color inside and end up just baking a yellow cake to try and fake it off without realizing they didn't put the food coloring in. Um, you know, classic shenanigans. Comedy. Nice. Hilarity. See, that, that's, that's another reason why it's hard to... It's impossible. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what do I talk about this show? Other than the characters are still funny, you know? <laughs> it, it, unless, it's, unless it's a comedy like Atlanta or Glow or something like along those lines, it, it is. I get what, what you're saying. Super. I, I suggest anybody watch it that enjoys good comedies. Um, it's like up there with like Scrubs for me in terms of my favorites. Nice. Let's talk about two more shows and let's call it a let, let's call it quits. Um, let's talk about Hey Trey, you're here. Let's talk about Bosch. Yeah, Bosch. God damn man, that show is just a fucking visual crime novel and it's the best. 
That, that is the best way to describe it, man. It is a visual crime novel. That is correct. Uh, one day I will read those books because I imagine like it's just going to play out what, like watching Bosch. Yeah, I'm going to listen to a bunch of audiobooks probably uh, once the show's over. Michael Conley has retweeted us before. We owe it to him. This is correct. Wait, who is this uh, show starring, by the way? It's friend of the show, Titus Welber, sir. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, I've, sadly, I've forgotten his name, but the guy that plays, he's uh, the detective that gets ra- wrapped up in the uh, like sexual harassment thing, the black guy. Um, he, do you know what I'm talking about, Trey? Um, you talking about Jay Edgar? No, 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 not Jay Edgar. The other one uh, that uh, he's with, uh, the one that gets wrapped up in the, in the sexual harassment case against the captain. Because uh, he felt the need to report it. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I know who you're talking about. I don't remember his name either, but I know who you're talking about. He is also like many of our tweets. Uh, he, uh, he is a, uh, he seems like a cool dude. Um, you should know so who he is, probably. Then that we don't know his name. Yeah, uh, we're gonna fix so, that. This was a weird season, but also at the same time, it was really good. Um, it started off like way higher stakes than normal. Like usually, like this show is extremely grounded, and it's what I love about it. And then this year, they were like, there's a nuke! And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, they went 24 with it. Do they I... drive it into two feet of the Potomac River? <laughs> yeah, Quantico! <laughs> because uh, that's all it takes to stop. So, but that only lasted like, it was really, actually really cool how they did it. It was only like three episodes, and then that plot was kind of over. And then we got into like the crux of what the most of the season was about, and then they brought back a reason for that happening at the end uh, for like uh, the this domestic terrorist group and all this other stuff that the, everything got pinned on, but they really didn't do it. But it caused them to be horrible people as well. <laughs> um, it's you is that true? I'm sorry. Never mind. Terrible jokes. Okay, fair enough. What's fun? Yeah. What I do, it's what I do. So, Trey, I don't know about you, but, like, weirdly during quarantine, like, this hit at the right time for me. Like, it was just, like, kind of comfort food for me during a hard time in the world. Uh, yeah, same here to an extent. That, that like, in the same way that, you know, you can kind of curl up with a good book, like, I would just pour a strong drink, put on some jazz, turn on Bosch. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Isn't that, yeah. like, your same setup for sex? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Including turning on Bosch. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do something. Get her in the mood. <laughs> uh, J-Lo randomly watched the last two episodes of this season with me and kept asking me questions. And I almost started a fight. I was like, just what, go back and watch the show or just be quiet. I was just like, I'm trying to watch. Man, I saw it. She was like, I like it. And I was like, then go watch. I was like, I I, I just wanted to watch the show without you asking questions. I saw a tweet the other day that was talking about uh, (laughs) when you're watching a new show that neither of you have seen with your significant other. And then like four minutes in, they're asking you a lot of questions. You're just like, I know I have as much info as you do. I can't remember now (laughs) the the joke that was made on Twitter, but it was, man, I laughed hard. That is Brittany to a T. That's that's women, and I'm gonna I'd call me sexist, whatever. That is women. It's every woman I've ever known. <laughs> women be like, am I right? 
Stereotypes save time, and I'm sticking with it. That's true. Uh, um, all right. So, watch Bosch. Uh, where does this rank in your pecking order of Bosch, Trey? Um, it's up there. I don't. I'd have to go oh. back and like. It's not the best season, but it's top half. Oh yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. This there are a couple of seasons where it's like halfway through the season before I'm like really immersed but i was pretty much in on season or on episode one this time so you, you were on a uh i went on a text roller coaster with you on your feelings on jay edgar there at the end yeah <laughs> uh man oh. still my favorite character in that show i think he's great all right let's talk about one more show um can we talk about ozark okay sure uh, I forgot I'd watch that, but yeah. I'm two Josh, seasons behind. I was like, I feel you're far enough behind that we can just talk about it. Um, I'm just over here realizing that Spencer Confidential is somehow in my top ten movies this year. I've heard horrible things about that movie. It's not it good. Great. It's not good. Uh, it's no it's Park, which is really fucking good, man. Does this show just keep getting better? Yes. Yeah. I do find it funny that the first season, like, all of the reviews were like, it's not, uh, it's a not good version of Breaking Bad. And now every single review is like, it's the new Breaking Bad. <laughs> There's kind of a mob mentality when it comes to that. Th- this show has been great since season one, I think. Uh, I love season one. I didn't ever like the previews going in season one. I went in like, I'm not going to like this. And I was like, this is fucking great since then. Chuck, you... Only started watching it this year, right? Yeah, about a month ago. And then I finished three seasons in like 10 days. Yeah, you finished three before me. Yeah. It's <laughs> like me and the magicians. Yeah. So yeah! Me, we're going to go on that roller coaster in a few weeks, guys. Uh, I, right now, Chuck, tell me, as someone that just binge watched the whole fucking thing, tell me, tell me what you thought about everything. Um,. I, man, I really love this show. I, I'm i a huge Breaking Bad fan, and there are obvious homages uh, to that show uh, from from uh, Ozark, um, including the entire like family dynamic, and uh, you know the the family getting into the business eventually, and all that kind of stuff. The the thing with season three for me was uh, that dude from uh, Banshee playing brother ben uh yeah, he man. was fucking incredible in that show i saw some uh some odds recently on um uh best supporting actor in a drama uh emmy wins and he he went from like not even being on the list to being third behind jonathan banks and somebody else i can't remember who it was but he did so good in the show man it was really good and then of course the ending was just fucking outstanding Oh, Helen, no. Yeah. But she can get it, right, Evan? Yeah, she can get it. <laughs> a strong drink, some jazz, bosh, and that's a night on the town. Speaking of thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love this. Is this the, this is the Tom Pelfrey character? I've heard, like, really good things about him as an actor in this show. Yeah, yeah. it's something. He's amazing. He was also weirdly on Iron Fist, not known for good actors. Um, but 
yeah, he is. He's really, really fucking good. I loved him back in Banshee, um, and but this is the best that actor has been that I've seen. Uh, he was yeah, amazing. I, I remember yeah. telling you, Evan, that this is the type of role that's going to get him some like big time level shit coming up, like in the next couple yeah, of years. Not, you're not wrong. Like he just put on a fucking acting clinic. Trey, did you like this season? Yeah, I loved it, and I'm with you guys. Ben was probably the like. They seem to add just like some new layer every season that uh, that makes at least to me it makes it feel like every season gets better, which is rare for a show. I'm trying to think of another show that for the first three seasons gets progressively better every time. I'm sure there's a few I just can't think of, them, but um, anyway, um, yeah, no, everything about this show was fucking awesome. Um, are we are we spoiling shit? Yes, this is the last show we're talking about. So if you okay, just making sure. Uh, just sign off if you don't want to hear spoilers for Ozark. You obviously mentioned it, but didn't actually say it. That bitch got shot in the head. It was out of nowhere. Yeah, it was the RKO of assassinations. How cringe! How cringe worthy was it when uh, uh, what's her name, and then that young kid start fucking. That was crazy. Oh, yeah, man. It was weird. Yeah. Oh, Gross. My God. I, think, I think I sent you a text, and I was like, I can't, no, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> it was so terrible. Oh, man. Oh. I liked all the, uh, them, like, strong-arming the uh, riverboat casino people. I also like that. That was one of my favorite stories. Oh, I'm going to miss Jacob, though, man. I liked him a lot. Jacob was great. Yeah. Darlene. A, a fucking nightmare. Um, the uh, doesn't the season open up with like a like gangland assassination? Maybe. I remember. I I'm looking back through text, and I I wrote you, man. Season three opened strong, and I'm like, what the fuck happened? I'm pretty sure it was we were introduced to the uh, to the cartel war. Like, there's some like horrible murder. Oh yeah. That is totally oh, what happens. You've that show on. is so fucking good, and I love it. Uh, yep. If you're not watching Ozark, you probably should have stopped listening already, but if you are, <laughs> you know what's happening, but man, it's fucking good. Uh, go watch that. Uh, but Does anyone else have anything they need to add before we uh, sign off here on our very technologically ad- advanced podcast now? <laughs> I hear uh, I hear Trey's been uh, catching up with some 80s British sitcoms. So I see that too. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> uh, also, I looked up the dates and I actually... Uh, there's one 70s and one 90s British sitcom I've watched. <laughs> You're just averaging. You're just yeah. averaging. Just saving time. Uh, I can talk about those next week, though. They're hilarious and very, very dated. That works. All right. Uh, we're going to have a schedule going up in for next time. We're going to be uh, still catching up on a lot of stuff, but we'll be, uh, we've definitely got some new shows we're going to be talking about. Uh, I'll definitely watch, and hopefully someone else will. Uh, Star Girl, I know that's a big show starting. Yeah. Uh, kind of big show. Um, there's a new a star show that had some buzz called High Town. Uh, Trey's in. Um, and. <laughs> Uh, I know Space Force is starting. Uh, anyways, we'll have a list of premieres. I'll finish. I know we're gonna next time we'll be talking about Westworld. Uh, I gotta we'll watch talking, that whole thing. We're gonna be talking about the magicians. 
Uh, we'll be talking about Picard. Um, and I know we'll be talking... Uh, uh, there's at least one other one I had earmarked that we're going to finish by then. Oh, Legion Season 3 we'll do, and probably one other. Uh, at least so we'll uh, big things coming. We're gonna be catching up on some bigger shows going on right now and some that we've uh, Just hadn't got to finish going on so uh, make sure you stay tuned uh, But uh, until then thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next week when we are finally back with a game show next week Yeah Hold please Hold please For listening to Free For All, your source for all things geek. We just wrapped up another episode, but we're not done. Stay tuned for more episodes when we make our return next week. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and rate and review us too. That's the best way for new folks to find our show. You can also find us on the Google Play Store, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't forget that you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show as we record, and you can catch our live streams on the Free For All Facebook page. Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Look, he's a little bubble. So he only sees me and you in full screen. Why are you a fucking bubble? You are welcome, good sir. Hit the view thing right next to the add a person and change the way you're viewing it. I have it on grid view. Well, you do window then, maybe? And then it does that. And I like you, but not that much. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a shit? Me you gotta leave you gotta Great. leave in like twenty minutes. Let's go. <laughs> oh now I definitely don't know what I did. There we go. You piece uh, of I don't shit. see your screen. I'm working on it. <laughs> All right. God. All right. Chuck's recording, so let's start so he doesn't have to edit this. What is that one doing? Jump up! Oh, my God. <laughs>